Okay, we are live. Episode 157. This is going to be a good one. Justin Gill with Bachans. Steve Chikalis, AMZ Advisors. Welcome to the show. Hey. Thanks. Thanks for having us, Mark. I Happy to be into, here. I get into the pronouncing things. I, it's one of my things. I really just really love getting into this. Uh, we, Justin, you've got something brewing here. I know that for sure with this uh, sauce company that you have. Uh, it's been in the headlines. So people have seen it. I know when I bring it up or I just brought it up recently, hey, I got this guy, Justin, on. They're like, oh, I, 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 I use that sauce. Nice. Give it to us. What's the story about the brand? When did it start? The story of the brand is um, our brand is named Bachan's. Uh, Bachan is a Japanese American term of endearment for grandmother. Um, so we named the brand after after my Bachan. She's who taught myself and my parents how to make our multi generational family uh, recipe sauce. So we brought it to market in 2019. I worked on it for about six seven years before that, trying to formulate it, you know, in a really uh, unique way that um, really just kept the integrity of my family recipe. So launched it 2019. June 28th, uh, my wife and I's 15 year wedding anniversary with uh, with one skew, um, the original Japanese barbecue sauce. And, you know, today we have four skews. What were you doing before that? Were you a chef or, or were you into food? Always been into food. Um, definitely not a chef. I love to cook. Uh, my whole family, we have some chefs in my family. Um you know, food's a big part of everything we do in my family. Um, but no, I wasn't uh, doing anything in food. This is my first kind of um, experience of, um, in, in food is with bachans. Um, so, oh, yeah. And you're you're in northern, you're near me. Um, everybody knows I'm in Marin County. Uh, he's in Sonoma County. Uh, so that was always a, a cool thing, especially when I heard the backstory. I remember seeing you. Or, you know, here hearing it was Petaluma, San Rosa, Sebastopol. It was one of those things. Uh, anyway, <laughs> shout out, shout out, Sebastopol. Um, where were where did you go first with it? So you bottle this thing up, and then what were you thinking strategically? Okay, I'm going to go to my corner store. I'm going to go uh, maybe into some Asian markets. What where where were you thinking as far as distribution in the beginning? You know, because I worked on it for so long, I you know had a lot of time to plan. So our, our my plan from the beginning was you know to go omni-channel from the start. And eventually you want to be everywhere our customers were, right? So we kind of did that from the start. We launched a website, we launched into Amazon, and then we launched into uh, the natural um, channel here in Northern California, and then kind of went south and then went east from there. So that's kind of the, the go-to-market strategy. Um, we wanted to scale our distribution right alongside our brand awareness if we could, because I had a previous business um, where we kind of sold in uh, too fast, where our brand awareness wasn't there to support uh, velocities um in a different different segment so i like hearing that because that wouldn't be somebody anybody knows so were you in a, a consumer product prior to this i actually had a clothing line uh before this yeah so i like that, that though i i like that, that there's a uh, there's experience there and so um give us that though you just touched on something maybe it was a market fit thing or or or, or, or an element in, in that realm what was it that you think you learned from the past business that helped you with this? I think the biggest thing was was make sure your brand awareness um, can can support velocities in 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 the in the channels you go into. Um, and so starting locally, I think, is great where you can kind of build brand awareness, um, you know, in in the easiest way possible, I guess. And so that was yeah, that was the biggest takeaway. 
That's that's important. Um, and I like that. Uh, so you you bottle this thing up. Uh, it's 2019. Uh, shout out to your wife. 15 years. That's deep. Um, uh, good on you. Um, uh, you, you bottle this thing up. You have one skew, which I really love. I, yeah. I love that story. I, I wish there were more of those stories. And you said then you were at four, but you, you have the, the one product and you put it into market. Did you see early traction? Was there something maybe on your website? Were you getting calls from your friends? Like, Hey, this is like really good. What, what was it that you, where you saw some magic happening? I mean, kind of right from the start, man. I mean, even when we were making the sauce, when, you know, growing up as a kid, people loved it. They, they were, you know, they always would ask for more. They wanted refills. And so when we started selling, that same thing kind of started happening. My wife and I would, would, would do demos in stores. We'd sell out every time. And then people would just start buying on the website. You know, during the pandemic, I, I learned how to um, do some, you know, Facebook ads and started doing that. And, you know, Acquisition costs were pretty cheap back then. So we just dumped as much money as we could in that, scaled customers that way. And then, you know, I think what we really, it paid off to focus on making a great product because once people try it, they, they kind of continue to be a customer for us. I'll dive in there just to extract some value. Um, if it's a, it's a bottle, right? It's shelf-stable. Um, yep. For those that may not understand, maybe a soy sauce would be a good reference, right? But maybe is it thicker? Is it more of a um, a, a thicker? Um, I don't know what you'd call it. Is it thicker uh, than a soy sauce and a liquid? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's a higher viscosity than a soy sauce. We have some tomato uh, paste in there. Japan is called the tare, and so um, it's a sauce that's used for um you know for grilling uh for glazing for yakitori for stir fries a base of ramen soups all those things so it's a very versatile sauce um it's so it's not like uh, a tomato-based um, american barbecue sauce so that's kind of people get you know kind of a little confused on that sometimes but usually we can kind of win them over Got it. And then going back to the direct to consumer, you're 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 selling. I'm assuming the bottles. Let's say fifty. I don't know. Is it is it fifteen dollars at retail? It's uh, eight ninety nine in retail. That's kind of our average retail price. Okay, so it's not bad. Okay, yeah. so it's nine dollars, and and you're maybe trying to sell it in sets, so you maybe sell two or three of them at a time. So when you're shipping, if you are acquiring a customer, this is before everybody. I know directing consumers different today. We don't need to get in all that. It's okay. Um, but like, you know, you're, you're, you're okay. I'm acquiring this customer for four bucks and I know my shipping is only X also, because again, you're, you're it's a little smaller and you put it in a small box, I'm assuming, and, yeah. and get it out the door and hopefully have a little bit of margin still left in there where you're like, wow, let me just repeat this, especially because if you've acquired the customer and the product is so good, they come back later. So you're not, you don't have that cost again. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the, the, the idea and the strategy. I mean, I wish our acquisition costs were four bucks. Uh, we'd be, <laughs> but, you know, they, unfortunately, they're higher than that. Um, and so actually our pricing on, you know, in our direct consumer channel uh, to subsidize some of the shipping costs, it's really expensive to ship liquid um, is higher. So we're at $12.99 for one bottle in direct consumer. And then as they, you know, they can buy up to, you know, anything above six, they get it for eight ninety nine. So it's the same as they would, um, you know, in the store in, in retail. So, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's a little, that's been, that's been part of the, one of the challenges that we've had to face is just, um, you know, channel pricing strategy. And once you kind of start with something, didn't have a ton of experience when we first, you know, started. Um, so, you know, we're kind of working on that. And it's, give, it's us the, 
give us the first couple retail hits. So, and the ones that we're working, let's just fast forward. Let's get into this year. Um, you know, you're in, uh, let's say, uh, just give us the, give us the biggest, let's say retail presence and what's working there. What have you defined as working there? So, I mean, we're, you know, we're in Whole Foods nationwide. Um, we're in, you know, Target just in California, um, selling really well in Target. We're the number one, you know, item in the barbecue sauce category um, in Target, California. I think we're like number six in the, in the country already. Um, and, you know, what, what works for us there, I think, is our, our packaging really stands out on the shelf. Um, and so that's something we worked on for, for a long time. Um, we are merchandised mostly in the barbecue set, which is something that we kind of worked on from the beginning as well. A lot more traffic, you know, in the condiment set than there is in the, in the international or Asian set. Um, so that's something that's kind of paid off for us. Um, we're, we're doing really well in Costco. Costco is a great channel um, to nothing really drives trial like, like Costco and uh, demos specifically in Costco. So you know, that's something I kind of wanted to share with the community is I think Costco can be a little scary sometimes and you definitely need to be set up um, for, for scale if you go in there. And if you have some success, it can scale um, pretty quickly. Um, but it's a, it's a great channel uh, to drive trial and get new customers. And yes. it really all other channels up too. Yeah, yeah. Costco, I just was talking to somebody. If you can get there, again, it's so hard for, for so exactly. many brands to get in there and get that shot. And then the, the ones that do get it, for, for you to really reach the numbers that they want. But if you do, um, oh, it's a, it's an unbelievable channel. Uh, you, you do have some margin. It's maybe not the greatest, but you have the margin. They pay you, right? They yep. actually pay you. Um, yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and so, and the volume is there, right? You're like also the co-packer manufacturer's dream, right? Because usually it's in a, it's a larger larger, you know, uh, in your case, pack size and and the like. So, um, yeah, that's a, it's a great opportunity if you can do right. And you guys did get some financing recently, maybe, maybe within a year ago, um, walk us through that. Were you, were you looking or did people start clamoring to you when you're like, wow, this is, we know we got something here. People are hearing about us and they, they want to give us money. Yeah. So we've raised two rounds. We raised a seed round and then a series A. The seed round was in 2021. We just raised a series A this year, about right about a year after the, the seed round um, in, in, in May of this year. The seed round actually was starting to kind of build a plan and to start looking because up to that point, it was all bootstrapped. So and that's something really I'd recommend to entrepreneurs out there too. bootstrap as long as you can. If you can bootstrap to, to product market fit, at least, then you're going to... Um, you're just going to get, uh, you're going to retain more value, I guess, of, of the company you work so hard to build. So if you believe in it, I would say, man, just, just go for it and, and invest in yourself, invest in your brand. Um, and then, yeah, so the seed round, um, they someone came to us, actually, uh, Prelude Growth Partners. They contacted us. We had a couple of great discussions. We were kind of outside um, of, of, of the range for what they like to invest in a company and even for the for, for our revenue size, but it ended up working out. So we raised our first round from them. They've been an amazing partner. And then we raised, um, you know, we raised enough to, to, to get us to, you know, you know, 18 months or so. And then we wanted to raise again. So we want we didn't want to raise too much in that in that in that first seed round. So we raised a series A. Like I said, this year with it with an, with another partner, Sonoma Brands Capital, um, and uh, they've been an amazing partner too. Sonoma now, Brands it fits well. Uh, if yeah, you know, he's absolutely. in Sonoma, blah blah blah, and Sonoma Brands is uh, uh, um, 
Sebastiani, correct? Mark Sebastiani, yeah. Yeah, he's an awesome entrepreneur himself. So, you know, we wanted to bring in um, an investment partner that had that entrepreneurial experience um, just to complement the investment partner that we already had. So um, that strategy has kind of worked out great. And it's pretty crazy to see, you know, the money in our bank account now growing because we're profitable. Um, and, and it feels really good, man, you know, to, to have that. That's an that's awesome. I and we're gonna end it on that then because that that's a, a really great story and it's one of only a handful. It, it's it's really murky out there, uh, as many people know. And getting to profitability um, at any size, um, I not not just these smaller emergings, but you have these mid mid sized companies that are doing ten and fifteen, still can't figure it out. And then you got these big boys um, who are just burning all over the place. It's it's quite uh, a scary scene. So when you hear of these. These stories, um, they are out there. You just they just don't get all the, the 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 headlines all the time, and they don't people don't know the intricacies of and what it looks like within them. So, yeah, right on. Just, of course, uh, Justin's info is going to be there at the end. Steve, Steve, yes, Steve, Chickalis, Chickalis. Let's do it. I don't even. I don't even, I don't even know why I do that. I, some people were like, why, "Why does he have to do that? What is? Where, where is Kay? Does it?" Uh, advisors give it to us. What's it all about? Yes. So, quick background: Me and my best friends, childhood best friends, start our first business on Amazon like nine years ago, maybe ten after we graduated. Started large Kindle publishing company. Then, uh, so just books. Then we got into electronics distribution. Built that into a pretty big business. Then started a couple of our own brands, ended up scaling those. We started three. And then that takes us to kind of AMZ Advisors, where we started that agency about six and a half years ago. So that's one of our five portfolio companies. In AMZ Advisors, I'm the CEO and co-founder. We have 60 employees, helped about 500 brands. We're an e-commerce growth agency, um, mainly focused on Amazon, Walmart, and Mercado Libre. Mercado Libre is the biggest marketplace in Latin America, so... Um, I love that marketplace. So we help a lot of brands, mainly in pet supplies, home goods, sports and outdoors. We do a little CPG. We've worked some brands in that space. Um, and yeah, we have very specific programs. So we need to bring on the right brands that we know we can actually bring value to. There's a lot of agencies in this space that are, you know, trying to learn as they go. And it's not really working out for a lot of them. So we have two main programs. One's a new to Amazon program for brands that want to launch. And then the other is for low seven-figure brands, one to four million a year on Amazon, helping them scale up from there. So, so yeah, that's what we're all about. You got a lot of stuff going on. And yes. and I think you're in Mexico right now. I we, am. We, I live in sleep? Mexico, but I did a different part, but I'm in a different part right now in the Wi-Fi as well. I mean, which leads me, I, I don't know if it's me. I, I'm not this white, okay? And, and Steve and Steve's down there in Mexico. He's got a tan. Uh, Justin's looking de decent over there. He's got a good haircut. Give me, can I, can, you got to get you down here. Can you get, give me something here. Anyway, uh, Justin's info's there. Steve's info's there. I appreciate having you both on. We'll be in touch. Right appreciate on. Guys. Thanks, Thanks.